traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. A lot of people think of success as a destination, right? Yeah. But I don't think anybody's ever reached it. So is it more of a journey? It's actually more of a journey than than a destination to reach. It is. It most definitely is. And the funny thing is that it is, a lot of times it's anticlimactic. Welcome to Success Leads Clues Podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. Of course, I'm your host, Dr. K. I have with me today, Gia, the Kaizen Investor, also the host of the Kaizen Mind Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell us first a little bit about um, what Kaizen is and the different segments, because I see Kaizen Mind and I see Kaizen Investing. So break that down for us. Okay. Well, hello. (laughs) Hello, world. I am Gia Jordan. Like Kevin said, I am the host of the Kaizen Mind podcast. And yes, I honestly, Kevin, I refer to myself as the artist formerly known as the Kaizen Investor. That was my my handle for the longest time because I started on this platform, basically chronicling my journey of learning and understanding all things investing, especially real estate investing. But the interesting thing is that on that journey, I pivoted because I recognized that there was a theme over and over again, I was going to these RIAs, right? And you know, your wife is in real estate. You guys know you're always hobnobbing. You're going to these monthly RIAs. And over a period of time, I recognized a theme between those who were successful and those who were not. And contrary to popular belief, it wasn't access to capital that made certain people more successful in real estate and investing. Mm -hmm. It was their mindset, man. It was that drive, that grit. So. Then I went down that road of thinking, man, this is really interesting. So I started talking to people that were successful and those who were not as successful. And like I said, I started picking up themes and that actually turned into a regularly recurring interview series that I hosted on IG for a long time, for about two and a half years, and then migrated over to YouTube. And I wanted to switch it up because I wanted people to understand that your success is not tied to access or resources. Your success is tied to your mind and your grit. And so I decided to coin my platform as Kaizen Minds because Kaizen is a Japanese philosophy, actually, excuse me, a Japanese philosophy that uh, basically means continuous improvement. Another phrase that also defines it because it has two definitions, continuous improvement and a change for the better. And I love that philosophy. Understanding that philosophy changed my life. It really, really has. Because you get to redefine what success is. Mm -hmm. And it's more about the journey than the end goal. So I have conversations with amazing people like yourself (laughs) about their journey in entrepreneurship and beyond. So, yeah. that's. And then then you also use that philosophy to train and develop entrepreneurs so that they can be more successful in, in whatever field it is they're in. I do. I do. 
the main vehicle right now is through my podcast, but ultimately more to come. But yes. Okay. So what's, what's the more to come? What do you have planned? <laughs> more to come ultimately is the coaching program that I'll be launching later on this year. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's a great philosophy. Is there a reason why you settled on a Japanese culture? It wasn't that I settled. It was more of the fact that it, it resonated with me. Because let's be honest here, we live in a microwave society, right? Yeah. And so everyone wants everything quick, fast, and well, I'll just say it quick and fast, right? Yeah. Um, and for anything worthwhile in life, it doesn't come quickly. I mean, think about it. Kevin, how many kids you have? I have three. Three beautiful babies. Yeah. From the moment that your wife got pregnant, did that child pop out into the world the next day? Thank God, no. <laughs> Give me some time to <laughs> <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. It took a beautiful nine months, right? Mm-hmm. For this yeah. beautiful human to come here. There was a process to it. All great things take time, but we don't want to miss out on the wonderful journey of growing okay. and becoming whilst we are on this time to get where we want to be. Yeah. And you, you talked about um, the other thing with the, the Kaizen mindset, or yeah. the Kaizen mind being. There's two definitions. And so one of them was the change. Yeah. And then you talk about that change and being a part of the journey and redefining success. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important because a lot of people think of success as a destination, right? Yeah. But I don't think anybody's ever reached it. So is it more that's of a right. journey? It's actually more of a journey than a, than a destination to reach. It is. It most definitely is. And the funny thing is that it is... A lot of times it's anticlimactic. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. How many times do you remember? Look, I'm getting all personal with you. Kevin, by the end of this interview, I'll probably have your social security number. Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, do you remember graduating high school? Yes. Okay. Do you remember that day, graduation day? No. Okay. Okay. Right? But the funny thing is the majority of your academic career, we all look forward to graduating high school, getting out of there, right? Being free to start our lives. So we're working towards this climactic moment that a lot of times isn't all that climactic, right? But you had a beautiful journey throughout. I'm sure you have some memorable moments in school and some some memorable moments. I'll leave it like that. So it's the same with life in a lot of ways. The Absolutely. things that we're working towards that we think are super big, they are of value, but what's more valuable is the journey along the way. Mm-hmm. So what has your journey been like getting to your destination of success? Wow. Truth be told, I'm still on it. And that's okay. what I love about, honestly, that's what I love about podcasting mm-hmm. because it is, <laughs> it's a selfish hack for me to learn from others, right? And uh-huh. also share what has been working for me, what my failures have been, and also giving people, that's the best way of saying it, giving people permission to be themselves along the way. There's no perfect recipe to life. There really isn't, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is my journey right now? And in 
pertaining to this platform, give you a classic example, right? Pertaining to this platform is to continue to grow it and impact more people every single day. That's going to take a period of time. In the meantime, I get to learn grit, tenacity, perseverance, interpersonal skills, other business skills along the way. That is fantastic because those skills can translate to a multitude of other opportunities that will come my way. So all of those things are worth it. And while I get to my destination, I know by the time I get there, there'll be a new goal ahead of me. So it's all it's all progressive. Yeah. So how do you define the failure? Because you say you may have had some failures along mm-hmm. the way, but at the same time, you're so successful. So <laughs> how, how do you picture that as a failure? I'm so successful. I love that. <laughs> and you know what? I... I mean, thank you. I take the compliment, right? I'm successful. I am successful because I'm relentless. Mm. Okay. I am, it's the truth. I'm successful because I'm relentless. Um, but when it comes to failures, yeah, I've had a lot of big failures personally and professionally. I remember starting my first business and mm. I knew nothing as a lot of people do. They don't know nothing. That's so grammatically incorrect. Many people... <laughs> Uh, well, you, hold on, Jim. This is not a this is not a grammatically correct podcast. <laughs> we have fun around here, so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I've been hearing myself like, "Lord, so many people." Oh goodness, Kevin, I lost my thought. What was I saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin, what were you saying, love? No, you were talking about um, just kind of what the failures are. Ah. Classic example. So my very first business was a travel agency, right? I knew nothing about it. I just knew that I could help people travel. I traveled a lot myself and it was a huge blunder, right? Why? First of all, I didn't know how business worked at all. Number two, I was partnered with a family member. And as much as I loved her, we learned along the way that as much as we love each other, we cannot work together at all, at all. And it wasn't because one was better than the other is because our, our mindsets are different and how we, how we respond and how we go after tasks and goal. I am more of a visionary and go getter as opposed to my family member who was more of, she was more risk averse, right? So there was a constant pull, pull back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And honestly, it came to a point where And I'm happy we had that conversation where it was having an effect on our relationship. And it got to a point where we were both like, listen, our relationship is more important than this business. This business ain't making any money anyway. Let's keep it a buck. (laughs) Um, We need to part ways. We need to part ways for the sake of our well-being and our relationship. Best decision we ever made. And now when we come together, (laughs) it's so funny. She has a business too. And, uh, we we consult. We file consulting fees, and that's it. Because we cannot we cannot be together. We that's cannot great. work together in that in that capacity. But well, how's how's that relationship now? Great, great. So you were able to salvage the relationship. It was never well. I shouldn't say it was never lost, but it was damaged. So yes, it has been salvaged. Yes, yeah. it has been salvaged. Yeah, but some and that's what I talk about while I was asking you about the failures and how you perceive it. Because even though that travel um, business didn't quite work out, you learned so much, right? Yeah. And, and 
those lessons are still going to take you on to your current business, future businesses. It seems to be helping your cousin, like you were saying, she has a business now. Mm-hmm. So was it a failure? That's why That's why I looked at it like that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> can you, no, it's so sweet though. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it around 100 here. Okay. Yes, right now I can say, no, it wasn't a failure. It was a lesson. It was a beautiful <laughs> thing. But during that time, it sucked. Okay. Um, Let's be honest here. During yeah. that time, it really sucked. It really, really sucked. So yeah. I don't want to sound misleading. I don't want to be that person. But no, I I am confident in saying that it groomed me for where I am now. It groomed me. Because one of those situations that everyone needs to learn early on is you have to know what is most important in your life. There are certain things that are no-go that you have to prioritize, right? And that is vital in business because if not, you can let money sway you. You You can let your ego sway you. And ultimately, at the end of the day, if you don't know what is most valuable to you, you'll be swayed by anything and everything. And that's dangerous because things, opportunities come so quickly, good and bad. The problem is deciphering whether the opportunity is good or bad because it's all wrapped up in in wrapping paper, right? You can't really tell. So when you have opportunities that come your way, it's important to understand what's at cost. Are you willing to pay that price? And are you willing to live with the consequences of that decision? Yeah. Sounds sounds like life, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sounds like life. It's the same in business. But a lot of people like to over-glamorize certain aspects of entrepreneurship and business. Oh, and yeah. I feel yeah. It's very misleading. Yeah. Very, very misleading. So how do you go about peeling that back and unwrapping um, you know, that opportunity to find out if it's the right opportunity for you. Because sometimes you don't know until you're so deep into that venture and you realize it's not quite what you thought it was going to be. The first thing is don't overcommit to anything. I, when opportunities come my way, I hate to sound this way, but it's a God's and the truth. I am skeptical. (laughs) I am, and here's the truth of the matter, especially in the space that I am, right? Personal development space is all about the conversations of abundance and manifestation. Yeah, that's nice. That's cute. But I like to keep things raw and real, Kevin. (laughs) I do here. (laughs) It's important to understand, like I said before, all opportunities are opportunities. I was talking to a guest on my podcast, Coach Dave Jones, and he says that all opportunities are opportunities, but more likely opportunities for the person offering it to you than for you. Right? Okay. And that is true. So that being said, anytime someone is trying to offer me something, right? Let's pretend it is a a sponsorship for the podcast, right? For the platform. Even though, yes, the initial opportunity looks lucrative. For me, it's what is the cost of this opportunity? Sometimes the cost is, do I want to be affiliated with this company? Do I yeah. want, yeah, what is your expectations of me? Do I have the capacity and the resources to fulfill those expectations? Do I want to fulfill those expectations? All yeah. of those things. Yeah. And in order to figure out if that's the right opportunity, you you have to have those hard conversations with that entity, with that business, with that person who's offering you those conversations, offering you, excuse me, that opportunity. 
And if they don't have a sure, clear answer for you, as far as I'm concerned, that's not the opportunity for me. Right. And the most powerful thing about those situations, honestly, Kevin, is that being willing to have those uncomfortable conversations yields the best results because people take you much more seriously. They know that you are not to be played with. Mm-hmm. And they know that you take your craft seriously as well. You take your business seriously because anyone, I keep saying this because it's true. It's so easy to be swayed by money that you lose your morals and ethics along the way. So when you stand strong in those morals and ethics and standards that you have for yourself, people will adjust accordingly. And that is for your benefit. Yeah. And to add to that, word flies. Certain people, your reputation is priceless. We all know this, but especially in the space of business, right? So word flies. So certain people will hear of such things and they'll recognize, oh, she might be the one for me because our morals and ethics are aligned or you know what? Not, she may not be the best fit for what I have in mind. And ultimately those two things always come back to benefit me. It saves me time. Because during that period of time, less people who are not for me are going to come. I mean, less people who are not for me are going to stay away because I've heard, you know what? She doesn't rock like that. She's not into those type of business ventures. But those who recognize my reputation and know, oh, she's interested in these type of things and against those type of things, ah, she might be the right fit for me. Right. So a a lot of people gravitate towards a financial gain. And you talked about that. You, you, you're saying like, OK, sometimes there's a cost associated with certain things that aren't always monetary. Yeah. But how do you pass up an opportunity that seems so lucrative, but it's going to jeopardize either your brand or your piece that you're talking about? How do I pass that up? Yeah. I, I mean, not, not you, Gia, but I'm yeah. saying how because we already know you do it. <laughs> how, how, how do you? recommend to the viewers, the people watching this, that they can go about and say, look, right now I'm seeing this opportunity and it seems lucrative. How can they analyze that situation and mm. determine what's the best thing? Oh, you want you want me to get into the lab. Okay. Well, <laughs> like I said earlier, number one, instead, because when someone's offering something to you, I wish I had a piece of paper, yeah. but all I have is my iPad brick. <laughs> Remember that it is a shiny offer, right? So they're glittering something shiny in front of you. So they want you to focus here. They want you to focus here. Okay. That's what they want you to focus. So it's that check. It's the opportunity. The key is to try your best not to focus on what they want you to focus on and look peripherally, right? Like I said earlier, what are their expectations of you? Do you even want to fulfill those expectations, if you even can do it? Do you have the time, energy, and resources to it? Is there a contractual time uh, requirement for this? Whatever it may be. Do you want to be affiliated with this company, person, brand? Because affiliation is more powerful than money. Affiliation is everything, especially in this day and age of social media and bigger brands as well. So. Do you want to be affiliated with that brand? Those are the things you need to check yeah. off. And then ultimately, I say this time and time again, you want to sleep well at night. You want to sleep well at night. Can you sleep well with this decision? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you have that, that feeling in your gut that says, mm, 
on this yeah, one. Yeah, it's almost like the, um, you know, the saying of selling your soul, right? It is. Like, look, do I really believe in this product or this company? And do I want to align myself with their reputation? Because mm-hmm. even though you're not known for doing those type of things, if mm-hmm. you're hanging around, you know, it's the birds of a feather flock together mentality. Like, why, why else would you be associated with this company? Exactly. And then the last question I always ask myself is, would I want, I have a sister, would I want my sister to take on this business opportunity? Because a lot of times we, we, we deal recklessly with our own lives, but we are very protective of our family and friends, right? Would you want them to be affiliated with, do you want them buying this product? Do you want them affiliated with this brand? Do you want them to take Mm, if there's any type of pause or hesitancy, the answer is usually no. And even though it's very, I can sit here and say, oh, yes, I have standards. I always say no. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like I said, the sucky part is there, right? It, yeah. I want to keep it really wrong 100 with you. It's there. It's hard to say no. But I always like to think about the fact of two things. I, I, I love... Uh, the stock market is just an investing. Uh, it's one of the many things that I love, right? And one of the things that I always, I'm always fascinated it, uh, by, excuse me, is how much money that exists in the world. How much money? Abundance, right? What? Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. There's no shortage. <laughs> there's no shortage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing in the mic. Yes, there's no shortage. <laughs> There's no, there are literally, people talk about billionaires, but there's trillions with a T plural of money. Trillions. The opportunity that you're saying no to now, I know that there is going to be a better one that comes along the way. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And in this day and age, I know, and once again, that's a part of my business model that I don't have to wait for opportunity to come my way in order for me to profit. I can create my own opportunities. I can sell my own product and courses. I can create my own business ventures, right? So one does not have to wait to have great opportunities come to them. They can go after them and create them themselves. That's, that's important too, because like you said, when you when you have the opportunities presented to you, oftentimes it's somebody else's vision and they're presenting that opportunity to you because like you said there's some kind of gain whether it's monetary or something else for them so when you create your own opportunities then you know who's the beneficiary yeah and when the when you create your own opportunities everything is aligned yeah and i know that sounds like a buzzword alignment but seriously everything flows when i'm here's the other thing like I said, you can't tell by now, Kevin. <laughs> you can't tell by now. Honest, right? Is that, is that what's coming? Honesty. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes, my my space is in personal development. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. But it's also, I am in the personal development space because I have a problem with personal development. 
Ain't that something? I do. Because so much of it is a lot of fluff, smoke, yeah. and mirrors that is extremely misleading to people. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it, Kevin. I hate it. So that's the main reason why I created my own platform to provide real life, practical, fruit, fruit, free. <laughs> I need to trade. I need to trademark that fruit, fruit, free <laughs> skill set and mo- personal development skills. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to that word, that's a fancy buzzword that's often used in the personal development space, alignment. I don't want you to think about it in a, you know, yoga ashram way. I want you to think about it like a car. All right. Think about it like a car. Kevin, how do you know when your car needs an alignment? Uh, It starts to shift or drift in the wrong direction. Okay. All right. And so when it starts to drift in the wrong direction, wrong direction, right? How smooth is that drive? It's not too smooth. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, rocky. Shaky. It's, yeah. Okay. It's the same thing with life, Kevin. It's the same thing with life and the same thing with business. And that's mm-hmm. why I say when you create opportunities with your opportunities for yourself, it is in alignment. Everything goes smoothly. Because everything was built just perfectly and lined up so that you drive smoothly without incident. That's what I mean when I say alignment. And that's what you want personally and also within your business. Yeah. That um, you talked about your honesty, another, another honest moment. And I appreciate that. And I know your, your audience really gravitates towards that layer of honesty because there's so much now, like you say with the smoke and mirrors and social media, and there's a, there's a huge lack of transparency. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's so hard for people to just be honest and transparent and you can still be, even if you're a huge guru in some area, Yeah, there is still some fault. There's still some um, hiccups and bumps and bruises along the way. Um, there's some things you're currently, uh, not achieving, uh, well in, and I I like that transparency because it lets, it lets people know that, um, life happens to you as well. Yeah. And lets people know that they can be successful without having to be a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. And that a hundred percent perfection does not exist. It doesn't exist at all. That's, that's the gag. That's a big joke on all of us. It doesn't exist. So why are we trying to strive for something that is impossible? That is the only thing in life that is impossible. And I believe in possibilities. And that is the only thing in life that is impossible. Perfection. It's not possible. But to, to hit on that point that you just said, social media and media at large does want to portray, portray this picture and narrative of perfection, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But we all know that ultimately that's because they have an agenda. They want to sell something to you, right? And my intention is not to sell to you. My intention is to inspire and encourage you. And so I know that what has worked for me in the past is seeing people just like me being open, sharing their journey, right? right? Because it reminds me that I too can do it and that perfection is not required in order to be successful. It's not required. Yeah. 
And that also, you don't have to have everything figured out in order to live out a beautiful and full and happy life. You don't have to have it all figured out because once again, another joke, the joke is always on us. No one has it all figured out. No one does. Yeah. I have found that out um, and found it to be true more often than not. Right. (laughs) I've I've had some people who were um, idols to me and Mm -hmm. like bigger than life. And then you get, you get closer to them. And the more time you spend around them, you start to find out, wait a minute. (laughs) It's like, it's like the wizard of Oz. Yeah. It is. And some people may be discouraged by that, but if you're watching this, I want you to take the opposite and be encouraged by it. Because when you pull back the, the curtain and look at someone that you viewed as a hero. They're still a hero because they accomplished great things, but they were also human just like you. And if they're able to accomplish great things, so can you. So much more so you than anyone else because only you are you. That's what I love about it. That's why I love interviewing and talking to people every week on my podcast because those are the stories that resonate. Beautiful, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Because here's the point. Everybody's ordinary. Every, everybody's ordinary. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and that's what I meant, too, by the, the transparency piece. Not at all to discourage people. But like you said, to do actually the complete opposite. And, you know, by, by people seeing that you had some bumps along the way and still were able to persevere and pursue your dreams mm-hmm. by people seeing that maybe you didn't come from a perfect home or perfect family, no. but we're still able to, you know, push through. It's stories like that that let people know that, look, because because everybody else out there is putting on this image and this portrayal that, um, you know, they're perfect, hair is <laughs> always in place, everything's done <laughs> right, you know. So, yeah, it can't always be perfect. It's not the Truman Show. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about that movie today, Kevin. I was literally just thinking about that movie today. For those yeah. who are watching this, if you have not seen the Truman Show, you must see the Truman Show. Yeah, it's because awesome. it is a metaphor for life in many ways, in many, yeah. many ways. And social media is like the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really is. So. Like I said earlier, all my sole intention is to help people by giving them permission to be their greatest selves. That's it. I want to yeah. give people per- permission to be their greatest selves because I've said this over and over again. You got to edit this out. I had to be wrong mm-hmm. 100 here. <laughs> there are so many mediocre millionaires. There's so Wait, many pe- so many mediocre millionaires. Be- mm. There are. There are millionaires. They are, Kevin. (laughs) They are. Because we think, once again, because we have a bad habit as humans of putting people on pedestals, right? Yeah. That if someone has acquired a level of success, that means they must have a specialized skill, prowess, or ability that you do not have or you cannot cultivate. Mm -hmm. And as we know, a lot of times that is not true. They may have access to something you did not have access to. But when it comes to ability, 
There is a sliver of humanity that, yes, they may have a natural ability, like athletes, like singers, in particular artists. But the vast majority, you can create and do great things just as much as anybody else. A lot of times, the problems, the reason why we don't is because we doubt ourselves and we don't think that we are able or worthy of doing it. It's usually those two things. People struggle yeah. with worthiness and um, some form of Livington belief that they are unable to do it. Those two things. Now, the the funny part is, like I said, there are a lot of mediocre millionaires. It's because they just believed that they could. And so they tried it. And so they did. They're so mediocre. They're just millionaires. They're no different than you and I. Yeah. Except the fact that they went ahead. They, they were just willing it. to try it. They were just willing to try it. That's it. And so I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm repeating myself deliberately. I show up as myself because I want people to show up as themselves Mm -hmm. because I need people to understand that showing up as you is the ultimate hack, showing up and being yourself and doing the work that you want to do and pursuing the things you want to do to define and to create the success that you want for yourself Mm -hmm. is the hack because everyone else else here... Everyone else is out here trying to fabricate success. And all I'm trying to help people do is just to create it for themselves. Don't fabricate it, create it because you are it. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you can create uh, the vision that you want to have of success. Yeah. Because and it's just all, keep enjoying the journey, like you said. It is. And it's it's all relative. Like I think of I think of my father as one of the most successful men that I know, right? And I mean, that's including people in history. To me, my dad is the most successful person that I know. Why? Because my dad, all of my family is from Panama, right? And my dad had a very challenging upbringing. And against all odds, he immigrated to this country, to the States, And when I tell you against all odds, Kevin, that's a whole other podcast, against all odds, right? And not only did he come here, he created a phenomenal life here and pursued an amazing and illustrious career here and now retired here. Now to someone else, I'm sure you may know another person who has a similar story, right? They might have a similar, because we, it's a country of immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have similar stories. Does that make his success any less successful? Absolutely not. No. No, No, it doesn't. A lot of times, Kevin, we assume that success stories are those of Herculean efforts and grand triumphs, but, (laughs) and they're usually aired on the news, but the greatest ones aren't because they're always personal. And when you surmount and overcome something for yourselves, you're a success no matter whatever anyone says, or no matter how often it is done, right? Your wife is a successful mother because she mothers three beautiful children, right? Yeah. Okay. How many mothers are there on the planet? Can't count them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But that, yeah, but you're right. That doesn't take away from from their journey, their accomplishments, and their successes. Yeah. And um, I also love the topic that we're on with the transparency. And then your your new phrase that I I, I got to latch on to is the uh, mediocre millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it reminds me of uh, a, a book that I read, The Millionaire Next Door. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Really good book. And it puts a lot of things into perspective. Um, I mean, I don't know the year that book was written, but, you know, you know, well, well before social media. Mm-hmm. And now your idea, when I say your, I don't mean UG, I mean yours in society, idea of a millionaire is somebody who drives a Lamborghini or, you know, has flashy jewelry and lives in this. But you come to find out, like, there's a lot of people with high net worth that you walk by every day at the gas station, you know, or, you know, you're in Walmart with and, uh, you just wouldn't have any idea because they're just everyday regular people. Yeah. You know, just doing what they do. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And it goes back to well then that we go when we go down that road, we talk about how people choose to display their wealth. And it you also end up getting at this intersection of how you define wealth. And we all know yeah. that wealth is defined. That's a personal question. Yeah, absolutely. That's a personal, because I remember reading, oh my goodness, I forgot the name of this book. Oh, shame on me. Anyways, and they were talking about how to a billionaire having a million dollars in a savings account is a problem, right? Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. is relative. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything is relative. Yeah. So what we define as wealth is different and that same principle goes back to success. What you define as success is different. But the truth is, just as much as I can't tell a, a billionaire that he is not broke if he only has a million dollars in his checking account, because he views himself as broke, right? Right. I cannot tell someone they are not successful because their success is defined differently than mine. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I hate to interrupt, but I had to tell you about a community that I'm a part of. It's called The Morning Meetup. It's where hundreds of entrepreneurs gather every single morning. Look, we share ideas. We motivate each other. We share our successes. It's the perfect environment for you to not only grow as an individual, but as an entrepreneur. It's hosted by my mentor, David Shands. It's every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. It's no better way to start your day. Look, We've got a book club. Imagine hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the exact same book on the exact same chapter. You get to discuss that book and share your thoughts. It's very motivating. It empowers you. and You're ready to start your day. You get all of that for only one dollar. After that, it goes to seventy nine dollars a month. I have no doubts that you're going to want to stay and be a part of this community. Look, I'm there every single morning at a.m. The only thing we're missing is you. The link is in the description. Go ahead. Click the link. Try it out. Join the community. Look forward to seeing you in the morning. I think a lot of times we do that. We put that pressure on people to live our vision of success because we know what we want to achieve and where we want to go. Yeah. So we make it seem like everybody has to achieve that same goal and it's not for everybody. No. And you do a disservice. I mean, you are a proud father of three beautiful babies. Your idea for success for your kids may look different than your children's idea of success for themselves. Oh, it does. Really? See? <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah, my, my kids aren't babies. They're old enough that uh, we, we've we've been through some stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, look, at the end of the day, it's your life. And 
what yeah. makes you happy and what you want to achieve is up to you. I'm yeah. still proud of you. Still happy for you. Yeah. And they're still successful, right? Very, yeah. Okay. Successful. Okay. That That's the point. That's the point. And yeah. it's easier said than done because we are bombarded by all types of messaging every day of what our lives should be like, what our style of living should be like, what we should be wearing, what we should be driving. But deep down, we all know none of that really matters. It doesn't. It's up to you. Whatever sparks joy in your life is what yeah. you should be driving. Whatever sparks joy in how you choose to live is what you should be living in. Whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. The The only challenge with that is being seated and being, being seated, comfortable, and proud in that space. Because even wow. though... It, yeah, you have to. Because even though yeah. it is easy to say that I am proud and I am comfortable living this style of life, this style of living, right? Let's pretend, I don't know, let's pretend that you define success as living in a lovely mobile home Mm -hmm. on an acre of land in Kentucky, right? That's cool. Is that the narrative that's portrayed in mass media? No, it's not. It's not, right? So one could easily be made to feel less than or inferior because they don't have a fancy five bedroom home, but they still have a beautiful home. It just looks different than yours. Right. So that's what I mean. You have to not only be okay. I want people to be proud, rooted and seated in their own decision and life choice of what they define as success for themselves. And they must be seated in it because you're always going to be bombarded by messaging and people telling you what you should and should not be doing with your life. Yeah. And that's why you must be rooted and seated in it. That's what I mean when I say that, because if not, you'll be swayed and you don't want to be swayed in any way to live a life that is not, not how you want it to be. What good is it? It's short here. What good is that? Gotta be happy along the way. Yeah. Enjoy it. Um, well, I want to tell you, Gia, thank you so much. Um, I love your smile and you've been smiling the entire <laughs> conversation. It's cool chatting with you, Kevin. Um, thanks. Cool. Thanks for um, spending time with me. I know you have um, another meeting you got to get to. So I'm going to be respectful yeah. of your time. <laughs> um, I'd love to have a conversation with you sometime, whether on or off the podcast it has nothing to do with that, but just about your, your, your deeper journey and your, your father's uh, you know, immigration to America and stuff. That's just an amazing story. I would love to. Yep. I would absolutely. So I got um, something that I like to do on every episode. It's, okay. uh, the name of the show is Success Leaves Clues Podcast. So I like to point out a few clues that I uh, got from the guests um, during the conversation. And so a couple of things that I got. One is your honesty and transparency. I absolutely love it and admire it. And I know that that is something very important to take with you, whether you're in a corporate sector or in entrepreneurship, you know, just being an honest and genuine person really attracts people. And yeah. uh, it's also going to keep you out of a lot of trouble, too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but no, go ahead. it's more about people talk about this attraction. And I 
I find that the real power and force is dispelling. Yeah. I Okay. I'm serious about that because if not, it saves so much time. It saves when you, when you stick your flag in the ground and declare who you are, what you're for, what you're not for, people will navigate accordingly. Yeah. It's a life hack, man. It's it a life is. Hack. <laughs> it is. So another jewel I got from you, another jewel I got from you was uh, the alignment. Mm. And you, you talk about alignment and I like the way you broke it down and you gave the analogy of a vehicle because that's the alignment we need to more so be focused on and making sure that we're living a a smooth, comfortable life and we're following you know the path and and not being swayed uh, as much. And uh, another one is just being you talk about being rooted and seated. And I think there's a lot of strength and power in that because. We, we have our own idea of who we want to be. And oftentimes it's, it's swayed. And I want to, I don't want to beat social media up, but it's swayed by social media or even, you know, because the people that are around us on a daily basis, even, you know, mm-hmm. our media family can even be someone who sways us. But once you really know who you are and you're comfortable in that space and in your own skin, I mean, that's, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's okay to say social media because social media is media. Yeah. It's media now. Once it used to be this like ancillary thing, but we live in a space of time where now social media is a form of mainstream media now. So uh, it's it's safe yeah. to say that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's safe. I don't even say, but it's true. It's safe to say that. Yeah. But um I I'll leave you with this. When I was a kid. My mother is a nurse. She's retired now. Mm-hmm. My mother was and still is. She's a nurse at heart till this day. Uh, she was a phenomenal nurse for many years. And one of the places that she worked in was a nursing home. And when I was a kid, every summer, she'll make me volunteer at the nursing home. Every summer, Kevin. <laughs> right? Uh uh, helping out with different activities for different senior, senior, senior citizens. And over and over and over again, when you talk to these beautiful seniors and elderly people during their last months, years, days, they were always naturally very candid about what went well and their regrets. And a lot of the regrets were things that were simple yet powerful. It was the regret of not going for it, not leaning in. Some yeah. of them have regrets about not marrying the girl or, yeah. or you know, not making that move, not betting on themselves. Yeah. A lot of those regrets were aligned with fear of social pressure. They did not do it because of fear of social pressure. A lot of it was that. Yeah. And so that has stuck with me till this day. Till this day, because we all know that the how does that saying go? The the grave has the best ideas because everyone has best ideas, but if you don't execute on it, you take it to the grave with you, right? Yes, full, the graveyard, full of million dollar ideas. There you go. Thank you, full of million full dollar of- ideas. And because of that experience, I've, I thank my mother to this day for that experience. Um, yeah. I am passionate about living a life with no regrets. 
No regrets. I always joke to my friends and say, I want to slide into the coffin saying, whoa, that was a good ride. <laughs> that was a good I love ride. That, yeah. <laughs> That's a good ride, baby. Not slide into the coffin. <laughs> slide into the coffin, brother. So, <laughs> yeah. That's all we want. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. And that's all I want for everyone that I have the joy and honor of speaking to, teaching, and sharing these stories with. I want them to have that same experience, to live their lives unapologetically and joyfully. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. And I want to remind everybody, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time on Successfully Exclusive Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.